Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Mayit Koton Daf Chof Vav. Today's Daf talks about the extreme Avelos, Aveloses that require the Kriya to remain. You're not allowed to stitch up these Kriyas. Um, are you uh, ripping a restitched Beged? How much Kriya needs to be done? Adding to a Kriya? Wearing Kriya clothing, it's the Kriya Daf. Chavav is the Kriya Daf. We begin with eight things they needed to hear Kriya on, and it's usher to sew them back up afterwards. Number one, Avelos on a father or a mother, that we mentioned. Number two, on a Rebbe that taught him Tairaz, Machlekes, till today, uh, Lamaisa, what is considered a Rebbe? Either one that taught you most of your Tairah, or one that even taught you one Mishnah, Machlekes. The third, Korea that can't be sewed up is on a Nasir and Avbezda. Number four, on hearing bad news. Number five, on hearing someone doing a Ber Hashem, which means the Chasashalom curse the name of Hashem. Number six is the burning of a Sefer Torah. Number seven is Arei Yehuda. Magan Avrob says only during its Harbon, if it's not destroyed, if it's being run, if being controlled by Jews, then we don't hear Kriya or Yehuda anymore. Number eight is on the base of Mikdash, and number nine is on Yerushalayim. If someone tore on the base of Mikdash, then he adds to that tear when he sees Yerushalayim. Now, how do we know that a father, mother, and a Rav, a Rebbe, get this Kriya? We learned this from Elisha, who tore Kriya when Elio and Avi went up to Shemayim. He was crying, Avi, Avi! Rechav Yisrael Farashav. Avi Avi teaches us father and mother. Rechav Yisrael Farashav teaches us a Rebbe that taught him most of his Taira. How do we see this? Well, Rebbe Yosef translated this Pasuk into the Tav Lohoyni Yisrael. Rebbe Rebbe, the Tav Lohoyni Yisrael. Betzilusei Martichin Ufrishin. The Rebbe who's so good to Klai Yisrael is even better. His tefillahs are even stronger than any, any chariot can protect Klai Yisrael. You see that it's talking about a Rebbe. How do you know they're not allowed to sew back up? Well, Paul says, that he grabbed onto his bag and he tore it up, and it says that he tore it up into two. Now, if you tear it up, it's obviously in two. Why is it in two? That teaches us that it has to stay in two. You're not allowed to sew back up. Frag the Gemara. Reshlokish says, What? You're trying to learn from Elio Anovi about tearing Korea for a Rebbe? Elio Anovi didn't die. Elio Anovi's still alive. He's going to be back very soon. Praise Hashem. We should all be zeched to see him, Herald Mashiach. So why are we learning from him to the to the death of a regular Misas Rebbe? So Gemara says that from the perspective of Elisha, he was never going to see his Rebbe again, and that is enough to make it considered that Elion Navi died, and that's how we're able to learn from him to the death of a Rebbe. How do we know that a Nasi and a and Avbezdin and Shmuel Royce get Gishmaka Kriyas? but get unrepairable kriyas. This we learn from David Malachi Kriya on Shol and Yohinuson, and the Am Hashem and on basis Israel who fell in battle. Shol teaches us the Nasi. Yohinuson teaches us Avbezdin. Am Hashem and Beis Israel teaches us Shmuel's Rois. Rav. Barsheva asks Rev Kahana, well, if you're learning it all from one Pasuk, maybe you need all three of these in order to be high of such a strong Korea. 
So if Kahana said, no, it says in the Pasuk, Al and Al, before each one, on this, on this, and on this, it teaches us that they're all three separate chayuvim. Three separate drushes. Wait, who says that we tear on Shmuel's rice? They told Shmuel that Shavar Malka killed 12,000 Jews and he didn't tear Kriya. Now, Shmuel's rice, the Gemara explains, means something that happens to Ruiv the Tzibor. Like what happened with Yehoyakim, but not by this small, small 12,000 people, by of Shmuel. It wasn't Ruiv the Tibor. Correct the Gemara, wait, 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 Shavar Malka. He was killing Jews? Shavar Malka told Shmuel he was all proud that he never killed any Jews. The Gemara explains that, yes, he never went out and killed Jews, but when the Jews brought it upon themselves by rebelling, he responded by killing them. But he never went out and killed Jews. That's what he was proud of. How do we know to tear Korea on Birchas Hashem? This is from the Pasuk. They reported it wearing, they reported a Birchas Hashem wearing torn begadim. The Gemara tells us when discussing Birchas Hashem that both the person who actually hears the Birchas Hashem and again, the term Berches Hashem is a Lashon Saginar, is a nice way of saying someone who curses Hashem, Chas v'sholem. But we don't even say that. The one who hears the Berches Hashem and the one who hears about a Berches Hashem are all chayv in Korea. Edim are not chayv in Korea because they already tore when they heard it the first time. Now that they're saying an Edos about what happened, they don't need to hear it again. The Gemara says, well, who cares if they, if, if they tore Korea the first time they heard it? But right now they're hearing it again. They're saying it over. The Gemara says, no. The Pasuk says, The king tore Korea when he heard about it, but those who reported did not. So we have a Pasuk that tells us that the Edom do not tear Korea. How do we know you're not allowed to sew it up? Oh, the Pasuk says, Korea, Korea. We have a Drosha. Xerashava tells us that it must stay torn. How do we know to tear this Kriya when a Sefer Torah gets burnt? This we learn out from the Pasuk. I'm sorry. This is when Yehoyakim burnt a Sefer Torah. They told him three Psukim that infuriated him. To throw out the Sefer Torah. First they told him. Over Sefer. Eicho. They're like look we have a prophecy. About what's going to happen. He said what does it say? He says well we're all going to be. Eicho Yoshva Vador. He's like well, I'm a king. It's not going to affect me. He says everyone's going to be crying. He says that doesn't affect me. I'm king. He says I'm still I'm king. He says I'm, I'm king. But then they said a fourth Pasuk. Their enemies are going to be at the head. He said, well, what, are you, what are you saying? So they continued reading. Because of our virus, the Navi tells us that things are going to go bad. So when Yoyakim, who is so self-absorbed, heard that, but now it's going to affect him, he tore up all the Shemus of Hashem in that Sefer, and he threw it in the fire. And since they were so scared, the Pasuk says they didn't tear Korea, but Mechlal, that they really had a chiyuv to tear Korea at that point when they burnt, when he burnt that Sefer Torah. The Papa says, oh, maybe they were chayv because of the Shmuel's rois. 
Abaye told her papa, no, 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 it's not Shmua's Royce over there. That, that wasn't a Shmua Royce from now. It was a prophecy about what was going to happen. And since it didn't happen yet, they could always daven and annul that Gezerah, so they weren't chayv to Turkey at that point. That's why he's like the Ritvo. Rav Chalboi says the name of Rav Huna, that if someone sees a ter- Sefer Torah that was torn, he's chayv to Turkey twice. One on the cloth and one on the words. And he has a pasuk to back this up. And the Gemara brings a story about uh, Rabbi Abo who needed to use the bathroom, so he took off his tefillin and he put it on a pillow. An ostrich came along, and we know ostriches will eat anything, like glass, tamash, anything. And the ostrich wanted to eat his tefillin. He came out of the bathroom and he's like, "Oh, ostrich almost ate my tefillin. I would have, I would have had to eat. I would have had to tear two kriyas." Why? There's both the cloth and the ksav. So Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Huna were there, and they said, well, who says you can have to tear two kriyas? I had a story like this. I asked Rav Masna. He didn't know. So we went, we went and asked Rabbi Yehuda, and he told me that Shmuel says that if an ostrich or some wacky occurrence destroys a safer tire or you know something with Kedusha, the Chayrat villain also, that doesn't require a Korea. It's only Bezroya. If it's actually ripped up like what Yehoyakim did. Otherwise, they're not high of those Koreas. How do we know that you're supposed to tear Korea on Orei Yehuda? That's not in the hands of the Yidin. Pasuk says, Vayavoyuan Shim Mishkom. Mi Shiloi. Umi Shomroin. Shmoin Mishmi Gulchizok in a Korea Vegadi. Bumaskoi Dimimimimcha. Lavoyin of Yadam. Havi Vesashem. They came wearing torn clothing. Next, the Gemara says, if someone sees Ari Yehuda destroyed, he, there's a pasuk to say, If someone sees Yerushalayim destroyed, he should say, And then he should tear Korea. If he, someone sees the base of Mikdash destroyed, he should say, If someone sees the base of Mikdash destroyed, this building that our forefathers praised, now it's burnt. Everything that we hope for is, is destroyed. And then he should tear Korea. Now, if someone tore Korea on the base of Mikdash, he should continue in, in tear Korea on the Yerushalayim. Using that same Korea, he can expand it. So nothing about Sakasha, about expanding a Korea. Right? He makes a rip, and then he can rip that, that rip and tear it further. I we learn that if someone hears or sees the Khorban, if someone came over from Ethiopia, he never knew that there was a Khorban, and suddenly he hears about it. What? Or if someone shows up and he sees the site of the Khorban Besa Mikdosh, when he gets there, he tears a Kriya once on the Mikdosh and once on Yushalayim. Mashma, not on the same tear. So the Gemara says that's, when, when, when is a person going to have two separate tears, one for the Mikdash, one for Yerushalayim? That's when he saw the base of Mikdash first, and then he saw Yerushalayim. But if he sees Yerushalayim first, he can expand that for the base of Mikdash. I'm sorry, he can expand it for Yerushalayim. Mikdash first, and then he could widen the Mikdash tier for Yerushalayim. But not vice versa. The base of Mikdash deserves its own original tear. Next, Gemara learns. Now, once the Kriya is done... He's allowed to put it back together. He's allowed to put his shirt back together in a way that's not a Maisa Uman. In a very Shrach way, it's still 
the two pieces of material are still a little bit apart, but he's not allowed to sew it up well. And Rechista says he's not allowed to do it like the Alexandri sewing. That was a, a very good sewing. If someone has a beged that is stitched up but not well, and he tears in that, it's not considered a kriya. But if it was sewed up well, and then he re-tears it, then he will be a And like Mari tells us that someone is allowed to flip over his beged, and now that the tear isn't on top, the tear is on the bottom, he would be allowed to sew it up down there. If Shimon ben says, no, that's all, sir. And he takes it a step further. He says, the same way, I'm not allowed to sew up my own tear. If this guy tore Korea and then he sells it, he sells this torn beggar to someone else, the buyer is not allowed to sew it up either. He has to leave that tear. And he says that the person selling it has to let the buyer know this is a Korea tear. It can't be sewn up. You're buying a torn baguette forever. Next, Gemara teaches us that the original Korea that a person does must be a tefach big, but if he's expanding on his Korea, he doesn't need to expand it a full tefach. He only needs to expand it three etzboys, according to Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda disagrees, and he says that the first tear is three fingers, and when he's adding, all he needs to add is a tiny bit that will count as a toysvus kriya. Ula says that we paskin like Rebbe Meir regarding kriya, that the kriya has to be a tefach big, and we paskin like Rebbe Yehuda when it comes to adding that you only need to add a tiny bit, a kol shahu. The kriya is a tefach, the toysvus is a kol shahu. Now the Gemara teaches us that if someone finds out that his father passed away, Rechamon HaLitzlan, and then he tears Kriya. And then he finds out that his son passed away. Now he tore Kriya on his father. He now adds to that Kriya for his son. He's allowed to sew up the bottom, the part that he tore for his son. But he's not allowed to sew up the part that he tore for his father. At first he finds out about his son. Then he finds out about his father. So he adds for his father. He's allowed to sew up the top, which was for his son, but now he's not allowed to sew up the part on the bottom that he added for his father. If he finds out one big whopper news that his father, mother, brother, and sister all passed away, he can do one Korea for all of them. Abihudu ben says that each one needs their own individual Korea. The father and the mother get one, and the brother and sister get their own. You're not allowed to add on to a father or mother's Korea. Why not? Those Kriyas are not open for Tosefes. Now this is Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra's Psak, and Shmuel says that that's how he paskin. The Gemara says, how come Shmuel agrees with this Chumrah? They're not allowed to add, add to a father or mother's Kriya. Shmuel is the one that says, we go like the Devre HaMekel Ba'avel. The Mekel opinion is you could use one Kriya for everyone. The Gemara says that Avela, Avelos and Kriya are two separate halachas. And yes, we are Mekel by Avelos, but by Kriya... Shmuel will hold that sometimes we're machmir. Now, how far down is the Kriya supposed to go, asks the Gemara. There's two pshatim, two answers. One is until the belly button or until the heart. And we don't have a raya to the heart, but the Pasuk does say, the koru levavchem v'avigdechem. So it says the tear to the heart. It's a hint from the Pasuk. Now, what happens if the tear goes all the way down to the belly button? Where is he supposed to rip now if he wants to do another Kriya? It's already all the way ripped down. He should go three tvachim further to the side and tear over there. What if the whole front is all ripped up? 
Say, this is Mamash a used Kriya shirt. So he should turn it around. He could use the back of the shirt. If the whole top of the shirt is ripped, he can flip over the shirt or whatever robe this could is you know, reversible. And tear on the bottom. Put the bottom on the top and tear there. If someone tears while the beged is face down and he's, so he's tearing at the bottom of a beged, that, that is not Yotza. The only time that we tear at the bottom is the Koyin Godol makes a little tear at the bottom. Asked of Shach in Evi Ezri how a Koyin Godol is allowed to tear the Big Day Kahuna if it's just for COVID, it's not a full Korea. Now we have a Machloikes in the next step of the Gemara. When can one expand his Korea? And at what point do we have to say you have to make a totally separate Korea? One Mando Omar says within seven days, two Shmuois in, within seven days can be expanded. One says that even within 30 days it can be expanded. You don't need to make a new Korea within 30 days. I try to speak in third person when we're talking about painful topics, things that aren't Mesurus Tavis, uh, but please be mechal me if I, if I slip and I do use terms like you and me and us. I try to keep them as hims and theys. So here's the Machlechus. Within seven days you can be myself, or within 30 days you can be myself. Now the Gemara tries understanding both Stodim. If you're going to say that within seven days you can expand the rip, L'chari he holds that because you're not allowed to stitch up a tear within seven days. You have to wait till after seven days to stitch it up. I we see a woman is allowed to stitch it up. The Gemara says she's actually usher. Women are usher to stitch it up, but because of Tznias, the cover of Isha, we allow her to. But by Etzem, it's also to stitch it up, and that's why it's also usher, according to that Manda Omar, to expand that rip. And according to the Manda Omar, that says 30 days one can still expand the rip. Why? Because within 30 days it's usher to sew it back up. Flag the Gemara, really? For a father and a mother, the one is not allowed to sew it up within. He's not allowed to sew it up at any point. So one should never be allowed to expand a tear for a father and mother. The Gemara says even for a father and a mother, the etzim you are allowed to, one is allowed to sew it up completely after 30 days. The only reason why we said not to is for a covet of the imai. And after 30 days, the etzim one can. And that's why... After 30 days is the mark when he's not allowed to expand on that tear anymore. Now the next Gemara says that if someone walks around with a, a pre-torn beged around a mace, so it looks like he tore it for this mace, but the truth is that he had tore this years ago. He is stealing from the mason and the chayim. He's tricking them, making it look like he is cheering in their availus. So Shem Ben Gamliel says, if someone... T- Asks his friend, do you mind if I borrow your shirt? I'm going to visit my... He says he's going to visit his father, who's very sick. So he lets him know that his father's very sick before he borrows it. Then he goes, and it turns out that his father had already passed away. So he's allowed to tear his friend's shirt, which he borrowed. Then he just sew it back up, give it back to him. And pay whatever it costs, however much this shirt went down in value now that it has a sewed-up rip. However, if he didn't tell his friend that he's using his shirt to go visit his sick father, then he's not allowed to tear that shirt. He's not allowed to tear Korea. We don't assume that his friend would let him because he didn't lend it to him with the understanding that he's going to visit his sick father. Now, the last Shtikol Nagamara here tells us that if there is someone who's sick and he has a relative that just passed away. We should not tell him 
that he has to be that he's in Avelos because that might shake him up emotionally and that can cause him to die. He's sick. There's an emotional sensitivity that plays a halachic role. We, in front of this sick person, we do not tear Korea and we, we make sure that the women aren't chatting too loud because maybe they'll let him know that something happened and he'll figure it out and that will again shake him up. The second halacha is that a cotton who is not bar chinuch, we also tear Korea, even though he's not chayiv, but we want to invoke the grief in those standing around and to see a, a little cotton tear on Korea, it's heartbreaking. The third halacha is that one tears Korea on his in-laws for the covet of his wife. And the fourth halacha is that an ovel is not allowed to hold a baby on his lap because that can bring him schaik and it'll ruin the environment of the base of El. Thank you for learning with me. May we only hear Besura's Taivais. Have a wonderful day.